Hello, everybody. A, uh, a bit of sad news to start off the uh, pod. Reason why uh, we couldn't get a pod out this week. Uh, our grandmother, uh, Jean Barton, she passed away. Um, so we're dedicating this, uh, this podcast to her. Um, I know if Jean was here, she'd want us to say um, a couple things. She was a huge, huge uh, football fan from her local Calhoun. Georgia football team to uh, the Atlanta Falcons to the Georgia Bulldogs. She loved the Georgia Bulldogs. And uh, I know if she was here today, she'd want us to say one thing. Uh, Screw Nick Saban and Alabama football. They suck. Let's go Bulldogs. We love you. Spots for you. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. You know I like my girls a little bit older. I just want to use your love Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Double Down Pod. I am your host, Troy Barton, with me, my co-host and brother, Jeff Barton. We are here uh, in the basement of the Barton household broadcasting today. Um, Jeff, a lot of NBA news, a lot of NBA news to get to today. We had the draft. Uh, we had some trades go down. Uh, you know, what are your uh, what are your initial thoughts about And free agency starts July 1st, so uh, are you excited? I'm are excited. You, are you amped? I'm amped. I'm waiting for Gordon Hayward to make his move. Is Brian, Brian Windhorst Windhorse put it, the first domino to fall? Right, I was just about to say that once Gordon Hayward uh, decides where he's going, it's a domino effect. Paul George will then probably soon decide other free agents, you know, role players. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting uh, with CP3. Um... I mean, we'll get to that later, but we'll get the we'll get to we'll CP three. We'll get, get to we'll get to all of that. Okay, yeah. let's start because it's been kind of since it's a Friday. We waited a little bit to record the pod. Um, I think it starts with the draft, so the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. So first thing, obviously, Celtics t- trade down from uh, one to three. I think it was a hoax the whole time that they wanted Tatum and that they didn't think uh, Fultz was that good. So they just wanted everyone to see, like, oh, yeah, Fultz is good. And if Boston thinks he's good, then everybody most else will people, think he's most good. Most people think he's good. Yeah, so, like, Ainge kind of did a, uh, kind of, I think, stole a first-round potentially top-ten pick for uh, nothing, really. I think the Celtics, again, I'm not going to say they won the draft, but um, with 17 draft picks, or, sorry, 14 draft picks in the next three years, um I think they were going to go with Tatum all along anyway. Yep. So to tr- to trade down two spots, still get Tatum and get a first rounder for next year, uh, I think that's pretty good. Also, I'm very excited for the 76ers. Yeah, we're happy for the 76ers and Joel Embiid. Because they have their new, um, I guess, slogan, and it's called Feds. Yep. They're the Feds with Fultz, Embiid, Dario, I think it is, right? Uh, yeah, Dario. Dario, uh, or whatever his name is, the Dario foreign Sarge. guy. Dario Sarge. And then uh, Ben Simmons. So I'm excited for them. I'm excited for the Lakers, especially if they can sign Paul George, potentially, with uh, Lonzo Ball. Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez, who's, people eh. forget he's a 20-10 and 10 guy. And uh, Brandon Ingram, who's starting to come into his own. What's, uh, what's funny about the 
the 76ers is that in the feds, like, Jaleel Okafor is not mentioned. No. It's like Jaleel Okafor has literally fallen off, like, a cliff. And He's, just a quick fact about Jaleel Okafor, Dad has a video of him upstairs dunking over me in eighth grade Well, when I, when I thought I was good at basketball. I guess, you know, that sucks. However... At least, like he, your nick, your name's not in the feds. No, and his name's not in the feds. No, so who's laughing now? Yeah, like, exactly. You know, you guys are in the same, uh, kind of in the same spot. Jason Tatum kind of reminds me a little bit of Paul Pierce in a way. Yeah, like a scoring guy, kind of a biggerish small forward. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he can play the four. Um, then the Suns drafted their boy Josh Jackson. So, and then Jackson missed a workout with the Celtics. He canceled. I don't think he wanted to go there because they already have so many wings. Like they, he, they, they already have so many assets that he feel he'd just be like another guy who plays eighteen minutes a game yep. for the first three years, and you know instead of going to the Suns where potentially him and Devin Booker will be there two and three. So yeah, which is which could be nice. It was a good draft. I didn't think there was anything shocking. No, it went um, it went chalk. We're gonna get to the shocking thing in a second. Yeah, it, one it, thing was shocking. Yeah, it went chalk. Um, Pretty much how everyone thought. I thought it was funny. Nick's drafted that uh, guy from France, Frank Nick or whatever. Which when they had uh, Malik Monk sitting there, and like I know that ticked off Calipari, and I probably ticked off Malik Monk, and then ultimately led to Phil Jackson's firing. Um, He just watched the triangle, and there's been enough triangle jokes, but they never get old. How he just goes around, just mumbling triangle, mumbling triangle to himself. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's borderline ridiculous. Kings, I thought did a pretty decent job. I'm, I love the Kings. With, I think Darren Fox is the best player in the draft. And he he's the type of guy that could turn maybe a franchise around. Yes, and he's mature. Like he's a mature nineteen year old. Yeah. NBA nineteen year old. So they got Darren Fox. Who else did they get? Troy. Um. They got Zach Collins, the guy center from Gonzaga, who I guess who projects out pretty good. Okay. And then they got a bunch of bunch of other. They guys. got um. That guy from Kansas, the point guard. Yeah, who had uh, an injury. Yeah, who averaged like twenty five and four. Like so, people forget. Yeah, we'll throw we'll throw the Kings a little. Yeah, uh, mild credit for not messing up that badly. No. Um, okay, so now oh last thing, and then we'll get to the big news. Um, Jonathan Isaac drafted by the Magic. I'm willing to go say that that will not work out. That's kind of a Magic pick that just I feel like isn't gonna work. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know who Jonathan. I I know he's from Florida State. Yeah. Um. He's just. He's like that. Uh. He's like that undersized center, maybe like a kind of a biggish power forward. That's like eh. Yeah. Who Apparently can't. he can shoot okay, but like it's just the Magic, so it's probably not gonna work. I just if there's one team I wouldn't want to get drafted to, it's the Magic. Yeah, because they're always Magics are always stuck, like drafting between. When's the last time they had a good eight. draft pick? Tracy well, McGrady. They had like Alfred Payton. They had. Well, Dwight, maybe. Well, Dwight, yeah. They had Alfred Payton. They had uh, Aaron Gordon. They had Mario Hazonia. These are all guys currently on their roster that just aren't aren't doing it. Okay, now the big trade. Now the big trade. And Hado Turkoglu. Hado Turkoglu. He's a good glue for the team. Uh, the Bulls. Okay. Bulls trade Jimmy Butler to Minnesota for Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, and a pick swap from, I believe it was 16 to 7. So, first reaction to the trade is everyone's like, oh, the bullshit guys should be fired, should be fired. Well, like, let's look at a couple things here. Okay, let's look at when the Thunder traded James Harden to the Rockets. They got Jeremy Lamb, 
bunch of crappy guys and like two first round picks. One of them with Stephen Adams. Right. Okay. Chris Paul gets traded. I know it's a sign and trade, and you don't get that much more. But they got like Patrick Beverly. Dude, I'm not. I like. Feel like if I'm the Clippers, we'll get to that too. That's not a bad trade at all. No, it's not. No, it's not. But like the fact that I look at it as Jimmy Butler for Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, and the the picks the pick swap is that you got three top seven round players. Top seven overall. Top seven overall from sorry, different drafts. Right. Yes, from different drafts. So. Chris Dunn was a rookie in the league last year, and he struggled. Like I'll admit it, he was not good. But I mean, Jimmy Butler's rookie season, he averaged five points. Right. So don't you know? Last year in the draft, everyone was like, "Chris Dunn, this, Chris Dunn, that." I don't know if it's because he has a catchy name. Yeah. Um, and everyone. His story, or, his story. Yeah, from Providence, like everyone was like, "Chris Dunn, Chris Dunn, Chris Dunn." But there's a lot of hype around him, and when Minnesota drafted him, they're like, "This is the point guard of the future." Rubio's on his way out. Just because Chris Dunn had a bad season under Tibbs, who doesn't like coaching rookies, doesn't mean that he's a bad player. So could Chris Dunn eventually average eighteen and eight? Sure, he could average eighteen and eight. And also, do people not realize that Zach Levine, before he tore his ACL, is averaging nineteen a game? Yeah, like he's a good Zach Levine's a good third option on your team. Score. Yeah, he's not he's not going to win you games. Well, think about this: Levine averaged nineteen as the third option. Right. So, with Wiggins and Towns ahead of him, and I know it's just stats, but, like, is it inconceivable to say Levine could average 23 with the Bulls? 23 and a half, yeah. yeah. I think. 23 and a half. Got to yeah. have that extra half. Yeah, 23 and a half. No, he could. And then, so basically it is, one of these three people have to turn out to be a, I'm not saying all-star, but a good player. And then if the other ones are just average. Then, you know, who can, and they're young. Yep. So... So I, then, I don't know. but if, also I do like the Timberwolves. Oh yeah, hold on, hold on. We're not done with the Bulls yet. We got a few, oh, a few more things. Then they take Laurie Markkinen, who's like, I don't know, he, he might not be anything. Six, Is that the guy from Arizona? Uh yeah, six ten yeah. can shoot. The Bulls took him, but like people are on like saying that oh they can't. That was a bad trade. Bull. to move up in the draft seven spots, no sixteen to seven, so nine spots. It's not cheap. No. Like look what the look what the seventy uh, sixers had to do to move up to. One. They yeah. had to give a Another top first ten pick. To move up two spots. To move up two spots. So, like, I think people are just Jimmy Butler crazy. I feel the Chicago market and maybe the league overrates him just a little bit. Like, a lot. Here's, here's the thing, Jimmy. If you're that good, you should we should be better than an eight seed. Right. Like, if you're that big of a star. With Dwayne Wade and Rondo. Yeah, if and Rondo, D. Wade, and Butler are, oh, you should you should be better than an eight seed. You weren't. I think it's a... I, I, I think definitely Minnesota run the trade. Uh, Jeff, out of Minnesota, what do you think? I love Minnesota. And I'm a little concerned with them because they still, I guess they can shoot a little bit, but they can't, you know, light up the scoreboard. They're not going to put up 120. But Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, probably the two best young players in the game on the same team. Yeah. You, you throw in a six-year veteran like Jimmy Butler, who's, and who's been in the playoff, and Tibbs. Relationship with Tibbs. Who's been there before. I mean, Ricky Rubio averaged like 11 and 8, so he's not, I don't know, he's I not awful. He can manage it. He can no. manage the game. He'll probably get more assists now that he's got Butler on his team. More, or less pressure off him. Yeah. Um, I like. I think they can be his five seed, six seed. Yeah, and I then, mean, they still got to figure out how to win and close out games because it's always tough figuring out uh, how to win. But uh, I think if you – well, here's the thing with Minnesota, too. They actually have room to sign another player. 
Yes. So I don't know if this is uh, if this is like JJ Redick territory. JJ Redick would be a great fit for them. They could That's o- something they need. So they put would their starting lineup be Rubio Redick? No, Redick would probably just come off the bench. Okay, which so, is fine. I mean, yeah. he would get like twenty eight minutes. But, like, they probably have to overpay because I don't think J.J. and his arm sleeve want to go to <laughs> Minnesota. No. But, like, they need a white guy. They need a white guy who can shoot. That yeah. makes... White I was going to say, if not, J.J. Redick or Ryan Anderson. Yeah. Fit, that, Some, fit the mold. Fit the mold. Um, so, yeah, kudos to Minnesota. We're happy for you, Minnesota. Um, you need some shooting, but you know what? This is definitely a step in the right direction. Hopefully, Butler can stay there for a little bit. Kevin Garnett's there in the front office, too. So, yeah. you know, that's that's cool. Um they're a cool team. I guess the They're a cooler uh, team. I guess the important thing to realize is you're never going to get equal value for a star because no. they're a star. But what you can do is hope you what you can do is acquire Chris Dunn, acquire a, a, a and, former dunk contest winner, um, acquire a seven foot white guy who can shoot threes, and maybe just maybe maybe one of them turns out to be as good or better than Jimmy Butler. Okay, now we're moving on. Um, I guess next we'll we'll just move on for the draft if we have to bounce back, um, back and forth we will. But uh, CP three train go, hate it. I James Harden's a point guard and he averaged twenty nine eleven and eight, and now they're bringing on a point guard who is a bit of a ball hog, and will bring the ball up and like James Harden had one of the best seasons ever as a point guard last year, and now they just bring in another guard, so now he's. He's a shooting guard now. He's back to where he was three years ago when he didn't play defense, when he just chucked up shots, didn't get his team better. And um, the Clippers, they got a first-team all-defense. Who else did they get? They got Beverly. They got Beverly, Lou Williams. Lou Williams, who's who's won six-man of the year, who can shoot threes. But they didn't get Capella. No, they didn't get Capella. Okay, like, the thing is, is trade doing all that trade, now not having any salary cap worth CP3s for his 18 and 10. No, it's like, not. No, it's not, but maybe the Clippers were just so fundamentally flawed with their best guys being low-post players that CP3 just kind of went on a tangent. But, like, with this style of run, shoot threes... It's like, not Chris Paul, I feel like. It could be Chris Paul. It could it could be, but it's Chris Paul's a guy who likes to dribble, like, walk it up the court, you know, pick and roll. But maybe he doesn't like doing that. Maybe he likes running and gunning. And, like, Doc was just, no, let's play play with DeAndre in the post. Yeah. Um, it's like, okay, I give – Houston got a little bit better, but they didn't – I don't think they closed the gap on no, the No, yeah, they got, they got better, that's yeah, for sure. They got better because if, anytime you can get a star, like, you know, I think CB3 might be a little overrated. However, he has great respect for all the boys on Team USA. Like, everybody loves him yeah. and says, like, he's the, he's the point guard. So there's something to be said about that. I guess the main thing to look at with the trade would be, um, like, if you're the Clippers, it's over. It's done. Your playoff run or everything? Just, just everything. Your CP3 for the next ten years. How are you gonna ever? What are you gonna they, do? They have they have very few draft picks in the next two or three years, so they can't win off the draft. And then for trade assets, they don't have anyone. Blake Griffin's about to leave. He's going to go to the Suns. He's going to go to the Suns, which will be kind of interesting. Yeah. So you're left with Austin Rivers, Patrick Beverly. I mean, I Lou, Williams, Lou Williams, DeAndre. Yeah, that's not a good lineup. Who's there, uh, you can maybe sign Matt Barnes. 
Yeah, know? see, that's a terrible one. Like, I mean, you, we knew this day was coming. An article came out this morning about how Doc's disappointed. Well, Doc, we're disappointed that you never could win anything. Yeah, that's, I mean, okay, you couldn't win anything in L.A. Good, good coach in Boston. Good coach in Boston. Overrated coach in Boston. What did he do before everyone got there? I don't know. He sucked. They sucked. Well, I think Doc's a little overrated. He messed up with the free agent signings. How see all CP3 wanted was Melo. You know, you just wanted Melo. Yeah, but why? Blake Griffin for, for Carmelo. That's terrible. That makes their team worse. Well, but CP3 wanted it. So now you don't have CP3 or Blake. DeAndre's on his way out. I would look for the Celtics if they do not acquire Gordon Hayward to move on DeAndre Jordan. At least I would. Because rebounding okay. yeah. in post-defense is their weakness. Yeah. And they're a good enough shoot free throw shooting team where like you could have DeAndre um, on the court. I feel like um, got a little sidetracked here. Now, in- just interesting side bit to the whole thing is that the Clippers owner Balmer, who bought the team for two two billion, is like freaking out right now. Yeah, like he clean house. Everyone's got to go. They signed Jerry West to be their front office guy. Keep him. Everyone else gone. Doc yeah. gone. Austin Rivers cut. I wouldn't fire. No, I wouldn't fire Doc. Why? I keep him there, cause then, I guess then you're really rebuilding. Like their team is still no, their team will still win. Like they'll still compete. Like they're not Austin, a playoff team. They're probably not a playoff team, but they're they'll still compete. If you get rid of Doc, you get rid of Austin Rivers, then you're just left with no one. You gotta keep some of your your firepower, I guess. Your Fire, assets. Your assets. Your assets, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Gordon Hayward. So, Gordon Hayward and his like. I know Barr still uses the term, like his fantastic hair. We're not going to talk too much about his hair. It's insane. Although I will say something big's going down because the economy uh, yesterday plummeted and now today it's up. It's just very uh, fluctual. Yeah. Um, it's like the economy is just up, down, up, down, up, down. And uh, so Gordon Hayward's up to something since he's the uh, economy. 2.0. Yeah, since he is the economy of the NBA. So he's up to something. And if he went to Boston, that'd be just be great for the economy. However... <sighs> However, Miami's in the mix. Um, you know, Utah's still in the mix. Don't rule him out just because he opted out. Maybe he just wants a long-term deal. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then the whole key is, like, if, if you know, Paul, if uh, Gordon Hayward signs with Boston, then Paul George gets traded there for a deal that would look kind of like Jay Crowder, Marcus Smart, two first-round picks, or Jay Crowder, Jalen Brown, anything. Marcus Smart, a first-round pick. Anything. Yeah, for Paul George. And then all of a sudden you have Isaiah... Avery, Gordon, Paul George, Al Horford, and then a, a pretty good bench. That's uh, it that's can, a very good team. It's a very good team, and you have control over the team. You can resign guys. And Paul George plays good defense. Avery Bradley plays good defense. You have yeah. two really good defenders on that team. Whole team plays good defense. Yeah. Find it funny Horford's making twenty two million. Yeah, uh, Horford kind of got like Horford's kind of set because. Like Boston didn't know they'd be here like in this position two years ago when they signed Horford. Yeah, they needed Horford got lucky. Horford got lucky. Yeah. It was like they Boston needed a star. Horford was sitting there, and they're like, "All right, we'll overpay for Horford." Yeah. So you know we like Horford. He's not a bad player. He's fine. Yeah, he's, he's just, cool. He's just kind of there. Yeah. Um, newsworthy that they did pick up Kelly Olynyk's option. Yeah, to, I like Olynyk. Yeah, I mean he's the clinic. He yeah. won him Game Seven. Everyone hates on Kelly, but. At the same time... Oh, you, Game 7 versus Washington. Yeah, if you can do yeah, it all sick. over again, everything over again, you're still drafting Kelly Olenek because he won you a game. In the game play- he won you Game 7 in the playoffs. People hate on Ainge because he doesn't draft well, but 
I mean, how you can't. It's really hard to draft well picks ten through twenty, or like ten through yeah. twenty-two. Like, I mean, I understand there's steals late, like a Draymond Green or whatever, but those are rare. Yeah, those are rare. But he's had some. He's had a lot of picks that people they're not even in the NBA. Like James Young. Just a, a lot. I don't know. Fab yeah, exactly. Mello. Fab Mello. Fab Mello. R- 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 R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Fab Mello. Um, all right, another news. Uh, some other newsworthy information here. We'll move on to the other thing. Like, the Carmelo Anthony saga just gets me. It just gets me. It, like, tickles me because, like, he's not even that good anymore. And no, everyone's he, like, Melo. He averages 22. He probably shoots a terrible percent. I don't have the numbers in front of me. If we had somebody, like, helping us, yeah, you know, like, that we could hire, we would. But yeah. continue, sorry. We, I mean, he averages 22 points a game. Probably shoots, like, 43% from the field. Plays no deep. Like, why would you want Carmelo on your team? I don't understand. Like... Are you okay, playing here, him in a stretch four? Here's here's what I'm going to say. For everyone saying that Carmelo, Wade, LeBron, and Chris Paul, because they're all going to be bought out or their contracts will be expired next year, uh-huh. that they're going to team up, like, that's not a good team. I, that That is three 36-year-olds and then Chris Paul on your team. Dwayne Wade's average 15, 4, and 3. Carmelo averages 22 and sucks. LeBron's obviously the best player in the game, and then Chris Paul. Like that's not a good team. No one can really shoot threes. I don't like, think put that's... that put that theory to rest. I, just... I hate that. That that's a good theory four years ago. I don't think that. I don't think that thing's gonna happen because where are they all gonna go? What team are they all? Yeah, exactly. Go? Like who has enough cap space? Exactly. No one has eighty million in cap. Yeah, and like Dwayne Wade's not good anymore. Like I hate. Sorry, Chicago fans. Dwayne Wade is not good. Well, you better watch watch saying that because people still think D Wade's good. I know. It's, I'm just saying. Yeah. He's not. He's not good. His he's, knees are shot. Hall of Famer. Great career. One of those guys has to go to Cleveland. Melo Melo wants to be bought out, and so he could go to Cleveland or Houston. And Wade wants to get bought out. And Wade wants to get bought out. He could go to Cleveland. Come like, off the bench. One of them has to go to Cleveland because the thing is with everyone's like. Oh, Cleveland has really big interest in Paul George. Okay, what are you going to trade the Pacers for Paul George? Yeah, they don't want Kevin Love. So I don't blame him. I wouldn't yeah. want him either. So, like, you're you're stuck with that. And then the only way, I've been saying this for a while, since before the media outlets got it, the uh, the only tra- the trade partner that every team needs, if you're, like, don't have a lot of assets, is probably the Nuggets. Um, because they want a star, mm-hmm. and they have assets to trade. So, yeah. like, maybe Kevin Love to the Nuggets... Paul George to Cleveland, and then Nuggets or the Nuggets give the Pacers like a couple picks. Emmanuel Mudiay, two can't shoot, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it, it, I mean it could work. Um, I just worry if you do trade for a Paul George that you kind of worry about him leaving for LA the next year. Yeah, well, it's I think the window for LeBron, unfortunately, is next year, and then it's over. Yeah. If they win, then Paul George will stay, and then, you know, the window, it's probably yearly or has two years left. But if they say they do sign Paul George, they might not even get out of the East. Cleveland? Cleveland. I know. Especially if the Celtics, even if they don't get George, but the Celtics still get Hayward. Yeah. Like, the Celtics could compete. With the with the Cavs, I'm not saying they'll if, win. If they get Hayward and then they get somebody else, yeah, because I think they would get somebody else. But then like, then that following year, 
The Celtics are legit. In two years, older. and yeah, in two years, I'd bet right now that the Celtics beat the Cavs yeah. in the Eastern Conference Finals. And the other thing is, like, the Celtics get zero respect for being the one seed. No, none. Everyone's like, oh, they just write them off. Like they're rebuilding. Yeah, they're rebuilding. They're, rebuild- one seed. they're rebuilding one seeds. And you know they weren't the greatest one seed, but I mean they were the one seed. You, you gotta give credit. Yeah, you can't argue. You can't argue that. Um, I, yeah, I mean, they're like Dallas in football. The one seed? Yeah, kind of. So, there's like... It's good for the NBA because everyone's talking about super teams and stuff like that. But with Houston getting Chris Paul there, I mean, I don't like it, but they are better. Chris Paul, James Harden, Eric Gordon, Ryan Anderson, Trevor Ariza. Trevor Ariza. Yeah. That team's like... That team's deadly from threes. That's and true. then you got the Warriors, and then you got the Cavs, and then you have the Celtics now. So... And the Spurs will always be there. So you got you got five teams. Obviously, the Warriors are still a favorite, but you still got five teams that could compete. And we'll see. We'll see if other teams emerge too, because the free agent that I'm Timberwolves are on the rise. The yeah, Timberwolves are on the rise. Nuggets are on the rise. The team that I'm most interested to see, um, kind of what happens with, or the, sorry, not the team, the free agent is. I'm a big Paul Millsap fan. I think he's very underrated. Yeah. I think he's he's been underrated his whole career, and he's just never really been like on a team where it's he's been, been on Utah and Atlanta, not fun team. No, th- yeah, those are the two most boring teams. Yeah, Utah and so and you never really heard about him. Yeah, but like he's pretty legit, and he, I don't know if who can like who would get him, but like I I don't know the cap numbers, and I don't have the cap numbers in front of me, but like if you're a Washington or a Denver or a Dallas or like one of those teams, and you're able to get Paul Millsap. He's kind of a uh, kind Washington. Of a Washington would be a good fit. Yeah, I think Washington's a little stuck. Washington's stuck. A lot of teams get stuck. A lot of teams are stuck, and that's why people don't aren't understanding. Like, I hope people understand that the Celtics can't get Paul George before they get Gordon Hayward. Yeah, because then they run out of cap room. So you yeah. have to sign Gordon Hayward first and then trade. Yeah. So that's why Gordon Hayward is Brian Windhorst said. By the way, Brian Windhorst looks awful. Yeah. He looks. He's getting like his. He's like. He's not looking too good. He's letting, the, he's letting the fame get to him a little bit. Is he letting the fame? Yeah. Just kind of, a lot of a uh, lot of um, high fat dinners. A lot of a lot of oatmeal cream pies for oh. Brian Windhorst. Well, he's just, he's always been a little overweight. Always been a little stocky, but it's it's getting out of control. I think he's just having he's going out for dinner too much, and he's not eating he's not eating healthy. He should order Blue Apron. Yeah, he should. I'm not gonna say Blue Apron's our sponsor, but they just IPO'd. So um, take a look at that, fans of the Double Down. La- kind of last bit of news. Uh, Phil Jackson fired. You know, yeah. uh, he burned bridges. He just he turned he turned a terrible Knicks team into just an unwatchable, horrific. Like shouldn't even be a franchise. They should be in the G League, not the D League anymore. The, the G-, G League. The G League. Um, I mean, they are so dysfunctional right now. Okay, everyone says, and you know, I'm kind of playing. Kind of playing bad cop right now with the NBA. It's okay. Um, everyone says like Kristaps Porzingis is really good. Let's slow down on him a little bit because he averaged thirteen and nine. Like that's true. He's gonna that, be good, but you're right. We, like everyone says, like he's like a star. Yeah. There, I can name a ton of people in the NBA who averaged thirteen and nine. Like, what if he never gets more than eighteen and eighteen and eight? Yeah. If he's eight, if he's eighteen and ten, like he'll be always be a good player. But I don't think he's gonna be Dirk where he's scoring. 28 a game and stuff like that. Phil Jackson just kind of... Oh, yeah, we already talked about Phil a little bit, but he just, like, didn't care. No, he, he didn't. He just wanted his $5 million a year. 
He's, and he did not. He didn't even like. Was Phil Jackson watching like tape of college players well, in his appar- office? Apparently, he was at a tryout, uh, or no, he was at a workout with one of the guys in the NBA draft. Uh, I don't know the name of the guy, and he fell asleep during Interesting. it, like on the bleachers, just watching. So I mean, kind of sucks because I had a lot of respect for Phil Jackson as a coach, uh, and then he got there. He's older. He's older. I mean, James Dolan's probably the worst GM. Ever, yeah, and you know the owner, whole thing with owner, like Charles, owner owner, 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 and with Charles Oakley like getting in a fight like the Knicks, and then dude, I don't even know the Knicks are so bad like Carmelo Anthony, they like no Derrick pl- Rose, Joakim Noah. What are they doing? They have no players. No, like they they thought signing Joakim and Carmelo and then having Kristaps was like a big four. I know, and, and like, they thought but, it was a big four. Like, the players thought it was like, a big four. Yeah, and they thought Courtney Lee was good. Like, it's <laughs> so... I don't know. The Knicks are terrible. Um, Like, you hear the Blake Griffins to the Sun, Suns rumors. What's interesting about this year's free agency is, like, there's not a ton of teams that... Like, it's kind of obvious where people might go. Yeah, there's not a lot of teams that can do... Yeah, there's moves. not a lot of teams that can do stuff. Like, you look at a Kyle Lowry who, like... Who's a free agent from Toronto? Good point guard. I mean, probably probably close to a max guy, if not a max guy. And you look at possible destinations from him before the draft. You're like Brooklyn. Well, they got D'Angelo Russell, so they don't yeah. know. Lakers drafted Lonzo. Lonzo. Like uh, Sixers. 76ers. I mean, all these teams got point guards, and like it's so you know you don't really know where he's going. You look at a Blake Griffin, who teams are saying, well, do we over do we overpay for Blake because he can jump over a car? Can't really shoot, but yeah. he's getting a better shooter. Uh, he's got Phoenix written all over him, or he just resigns with LA. I don't think he'll sign with LA. I think uh, he likes Phoenix. Phoenix would be like a cool place to play. Well, they have Devin Booker, and they have TJ Warren, Josh Jackson, Josh Jackson, Bledsoe, Alex Lynn, right? Bledsoe, like Blake. I mean, look, Phoenix wants a star, no question. That's not a terrible team. No, it's not. Or or just swap out swap out uh, uh, Blake for Paul Millsap. Same or get both. Or get, or I don't know if they can get both. But, uh, well, you know, that was a, uh, I'm looking forward to MVB, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to free agency. Free agency. July Once 1st. July 1st hits, you know, we'll have free agency to talk about for a couple of weeks. And then, you know, ironically, we're, we're 69 days away from the NFL. Starting. Yes, 69 days from the NFL. Yep. Uh, we're excited for the NFL. We're excited for NBA free agency. Um, unfortunately, this is a low period in the summer. However, the NBA does a good job of keeping us, uh, keeping us active. Except, oh, last thing before we go, uh, before we play Elderly Woman Across on the Counter, um, the, MV, the the award show for the MVP needs to be pushed up. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Shout out to Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Congrats, it. congrats Russell. We knew you were going to win it all along. We just had to wait six months. Yeah. So. All right. Thank you guys for listening to Double Down Pod. We'll be back next week, uh, probably midweek. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Happy Friday. Happy weekend. Stay safe. But no one's ever
stuck up on the shelf I changed by not changing at all Small time for this, my fate Perhaps that's what 